0: Welcome to Mostly Mindful for Teens and Tweens, hosted by Dominique Sullivan of the Zen Librarian. Blending science and spirituality in innovative ways that make sense in our modern world. Thank you for spending time with me today as we break down mindfulness, tell a few stories, and practice a few new skills. Episode 8, Friendship Drama. I got a lovely question from Winnipeg, Manitoba. One writer asks, what should I do? My friendships are always super filled with drama. There seems to be drama all around me and it really stresses me out. What should I do and how can I handle this better? Yeah, these are hard issues. When I got this question, I thought, okay, I'll make a podcast around this because who hasn't dealt with a difficult friendship or a friendship breakup or just feeling like you don't belong? So today's episode is really talking about some friendship strategies and what can you do to make yourself feel a little bit better. So the first thing I'm going to say is, is when I think about my best friend is I think about first and foremost, that she's loyal, that she's always got my back and that I could tell her anything without judgment. And to me, those are qualities of what make a really good friend, somebody who is always there for you and doesn't judge you when you're at your worst or your best. Someone else who can celebrate those best. Somebody who's jealous for you is sometimes what I call a frenemy, right? They kind of want to be above you. That's not an equal friendship. An equal friendship is somebody who calls you as much as you call them. um, Somebody who sees you and sees what you really need in that moment. Or sometimes you just don't want to talk about it and they're fine with that too. To me, that's what a good friendship feels like and looks like. Now, I want to be clear here is I never found my friendship, my true friend, until I was 17 years of age. Before that, I felt really lonely. I felt isolated. I felt like I didn't belong, that I didn't have a tribe, that I didn't have a community of people around me. I just felt really alone. I will always remember one principle he used to always say, you don't need a million friends. You just need one good friend. Well, I didn't really have one good friend when I was in my teens. What would happen is I'd have one friend and then it'd work out for a while and then for some reason there'd be some sort of drama and then I'd be alone again. And this cycle would happen over and over and I would always ask myself, what's wrong with me? Doesn't anyone want to be my friend? And what I realized is it's actually not really about me. I just was really unlucky. I'm going to tell you the most embarrassing story. I'd never tell this story, but I feel like I think there's a kid out there who probably needs to hear this one. Uh, I used to be a synchronized swimmer, and uh, I loved swimming. Oh, I felt like a fish to water. But I could feel I was kind of waning on synchro, and I wanted to switch over, so I switched over to speed swimming. And I didn't even know it, but I was actually kind of good at speed swimming. And some of the veterans of the club didn't really like that um, that I was good, or, or that I had a lot of energy around swimming. And I remember I would get teased a lot at swim club, and the worst day ever is I remember I got invited into the back of the van and they were playing cards. And I was so excited that I got invited because they were accepting me, right? So we're playing cards in the back of a van. And it's kind of one of those bigger vans with lots of blankets and pillows everywhere. And we're playing cards. And the girls there start trash talking this one girl who really kind of uh, attacks me a lot. She would say, Oh, so and so she's so this and so and so she's so that." And I remember just sitting there kind of feeling comfortable. And then I finally piped up and said, yeah, she's kind of really mean to me. And right when I said something, they had hidden her and she popped up and she started screaming at me and all the girls were laughing and pointing. And I just remember feeling so ashamed that I burst out the doors crying and that was it. No more swimming. I felt totally humiliated and like I was a piece of garbage and I just wanted to tell that story because all of that wasn't true it was just a really mean thing a bunch of girls did and it wasn't like I deserved any of that but at the time I thought I did and so our minds tell us all sorts of stories around friendships around relationships around tones or what did that text mean and we tell ourselves all sorts of things we've talked many times about first arrow and second arrow The amount of times that I've ruminated over friendships and been in second arrow and doubting myself and thinking I wasn't worth it or if I get rid of this friend, no one else will be my friend and just a lot of struggles around friendships. So today we're going to talk about identity and mindfulness and being true to yourself. Tip number one about friendships is always be you right? Figure out who you are, but also give yourself the permission to grow. In your teen years, and in your tween years, you're going to try on a bunch of different identities. Am I a hippie? Am I a goth? Am I, you know, am I a drama person? Am I an athlete? So there's going to be all of these identities that you're going to put on, and it's going to be okay to shift between different groups. So give yourself the permission to explore your identity, to figure out who you really are, and to be that in your fullest way, but also give yourself the permission to change, to switch it up, to try on a new identity until you figure out who it is that really works for you in the world. One of my favorite quotes is, other people's opinion about you is none of your business by Eleanor Roosevelt. I love that idea of your job is to do you, is to rock you, and other people's job is to rock them. And their judgment and their opinion about you should not form who you are. That is who you are inside is your heart space. A couple weeks ago, we talked about it, that our heart is who we are, and our head is where we live. And sometimes in our head, we say all sorts of super mean things about ourselves, but that's not really true. And that's not who we really are. So other people's opinion is none of your business. Tip number two, and I have to say, this one's really important as well, is if your need for belonging is higher than your need to be respected and loved, you are going to choose bad friends every single time. So if you need to feel cool, and in the in crowd above your need to be seen and heard and loved, you're going to choose the kids who are going to treat you like garbage. You're going to choose being cool over being who you are. So, just always keep that in mind. Ask yourself Am I hanging out with these people because they're good for me? Or am I hanging out with these people because I want to be like them? Or I want to be around them because I want them to think I'm this way or that way? But if your need to be loved and respected is the most important thing, then belonging will happen because people will dislike that you show up and you're, you are yourself. So my big thing is, number three, is be courageous. Join a club, get involved, join a group, a sport, um, ask somebody to hang out, take a risk. And sometimes when we don't reach out, we actually miss an opportunity to meet a friend. So find those friends that treat you right, reach out to them, and take a risk. Maybe they're just as shy as you are. Now, this next part seems a bit strange, but run with me here. Stay with me. I'm going to ask you a question in your, in your mind. Do you think you're going to marry the very first pa- person you date? You know, you might be lucky. You might say yes. But I really want you to answer the question and think about it. The very first person that you date, do you think you're going to be lucky enough to find the one on the first go? Most people say no. Right? Sometimes Yes. But most of the teens I've asked that question to is they say they say things like, well, I got to try on a couple of people before I figure out what I want, and what fits or I don't really know who I am as a person and I'm still growing and I can't imagine I'm going to grow right into that person the first time. And all of those things are true, right? We don't know what's going to happen, but most likely is you're probably not going to marry the very first person you date. And I just want you to acknowledge that when we break up with a friend, it hurts just as much as when we break up with a romantic relationship. Right? And friendships are the same. We sometimes have to try on a couple of friendships to find one that really fits like a puzzle piece. Because remember at the beginning, a friendship should feel kind of easy. It should feel about love and respect and not feel judged. Right? They want you to do your best. They want your, your highest self for, for everything that you do. And if you don't have that type of friendship, you just got to ask yourself, hmm, am I looking to belong more than I'm looking to be respected? And then the flip side is, is that if something happens in your friendships, take the time to grieve the loss of your friendships. Because again, a romantic relationship and a friendship, really the only difference between those two things is you don't kiss your friends, but you, you know, you kiss uh, your romantic relationships, but the inside feelings are very similar to romantic versus friendship. And so sometimes it hurts. Oh, it does totally hurt when you lose a friend, but just know that, you know, greet yourself with compassion, know that it's going to be okay. And that everybody on the face of the earth has gone through a friendship breakup just the way you have. And it always hurts. But I promise you, you're going to take another risk. You're going to find a friendship that really suits the person you are. And that person's going to see you and love you. But be open to experience. Don't close yourself off to the world. Because there is somebody out there who is just the perfect person for you and I didn't find this person until I was 17 years old. And if it hasn't happened for you yet, it's just there's nothing wrong with you. It's just you haven't been lucky, haven't been in the right place at the right time with the right person just yet. But know that it's coming, and you have a lifetime of being open to find that perfect friendship. Here are a few uh, friendship rules to help you on your way. Number one, do not tell other people's secrets. That is not your story to tell. Be a loyal friend, even if the friendship has gone sideways. Nobody is going to say, you know what, that person's way too kind. If you're remembered as kind, you've done your job. The second thing is don't get sucked into other people's drama. Remember the story about me being in the back of the van things only go sideways when you add to the negativity when you add to the chaos because you just never know with especially with um, teenage friendships they're very dynamic and sometimes you know one group of friends will break off and then this group of friends and if you said something against the group of friends from before then you know then there's this whole other drama level that wasn't expected so my big advice is don't get sucked into bashing other people Um, keep your mouth shut You just never know how the friendship circles are going to rearrange and kindness will always be treated with more gratitude and you'll be invited to more things if you just keep your mouth shut, keep the stories from all sorts of different walks of life um, and people will always appreciate you for doing so. I remember reading this article one day and it was an interview about shame and it was talking to a soldier. I think it was one of uh, B'nai Brown's research and she said, Ask a a soldier, she said, what do you feel regret about? And he had been a two-time in Iraq war veteran. And she was looking, she was obviously thinking that he was going to regret something from war. But he turned to her and actually turned to her and said, I actually regret not taking an act of kindness. When I was in high school, I knew this girl liked me. And I didn't let her sit next to me. And I made fun of her in front of all of my friends. He said he regretted that act far more. Than anything that happened in war. So just let that sit with you. It is the act of kindness that we didn't take that sometimes that we regret. So just always be kind, always be open. Try not to socially exclude others, because man, we all know it feels terrible to be excluded. And just everyone wants to be seen and heard and feel like they belong. In the next meditation, we're going to do a compassionate friend meditation today. And it just allows you to speak to yourself like a friend and also to really give and be kind to others. And we'll see you next week.